Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry podcast, brought to you by Racing Grace Studios. Want to give a big shout out to Par Hopper, Proud 90 Golf, uh, Straight Haggard Thread Company. Uh, let's see, what is that? That is Gridiron Coffee. Thank you so much, Brad, up in Macon. You guys are killing it at Mercer. Uh, also to Williams Tire, Nobles Networking, Red Circle, and all of our corporate sponsors. Thank you for everything that you do. Uh, so as most of you guys know, because y'all have downloaded the hell out of the episode, we just did a show at Lake Martin, me, Dustin Heron, and uh, Lita. Well, this episode is coming out on my birthday, September the 10th. And uh, it was supposed to be me, Dustin Heron, and Lee Tucker. Well, Lee Tucker made us wait for every fucking thing the entire time we were at Lake Martin. So, of course, Lee Tucker made us wait for the podcast, and now he's not fucking on it. So it's just me, <laughs> Dustin Heron. Lee had every opportunity to defend himself. But he chose not to. So fuck that guy. I love you, brother. And uh, I hope you're having fun with whatever you're doing in Nashville. But you fucked yourself. So now we get to talk all the shit we want to. Everybody, round of applause, Mr. Dustin Harry. <laughs> okay, what an intro. What an intro. It's a very good one. I'm good at this. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the best I can, Lee, to take up for you. I mean, it's going to be tough. I got a feeling he's got it out for you right now. You act like you don't. I was a little upset when I was trying to leave in 20 minutes and it didn't work out, but. I left, for what he's talking about, folks, I left a whole ass 12 hours before Dustin had to because I did not want to slow him up. Lee Tucker was supposed to leave at the same time I did. He left an hour and a half after Dustin told him he needed to leave. Well, I, he was, that's not exactly how it happened. It, it actually was a little more complicated than that, but not that complicated. I got up the morning of Tuesday. We were going to leave. We cleaned everything on Monday afternoon. Monday night, you know, once you decided you had everything, you'd help me wash dishes, wash sheets and all that. All right, we're going to get up in the morning. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Out the door. So while we're all packing bags and getting our coolers together and getting all this stuff out of the fridge that we don't leave because you don't leave the trash, you don't leave this kind of stuff. You want to look at, you know, like, just like when you got there. We do all that, and then I get up at 7 in the morning. I go in there, and Lee's not gone. He said he was leaving in the middle of the night. And I'm like, hey, buddy, I want to rush you or anything. I said, but I'm getting out of here in 20 minutes. I'm going to go put this on the boat, take a shower, and I'm out. That was at 7. At 9.30, I'm sitting in my truck with the air conditioner running, and I'm like, I know I'm out of Xan Xanax. I know I'm out of Zoloft, so I'm just like, ah, maybe it's me. I was like, I got to go. I'd have kicked his ass. <laughs> and then you're going to send me a little smart aleck comment on a text message. Talking about, What's it like waiting for Lee Tucker? And I was like, how does he know? How does he know that's what I'm doing right now? No, you sent me the, you sent me the uh, Snapchat that morning, though. It was you sitting oh. in your truck. That's how I knew. Oh, that's <laughs> you right. You were sitting right. in your truck, and you were like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> I woke him up two hours ago. Well, the kicker was, I mean, he was trying to get his stuff together. And I know I kind of caught him off guard. You know, when you wake somebody up, they're just, uh, uh, uh. well, he, he, in the middle of the night, I guess he didn't realize, like, you know, all the trash had already been taken out for a reason. So then, like, whatever midnight snack and stuff he'd had, he'd put that in the trash. And then the dishes, he usually put them back in the sink or whatever. And he, 
he, he was getting his clothes and stuff together. And I was like, I'm not going to, I'm going to help him. So I go get everything I can and like walk it to his car. And uh, I was like, oh, he forgot his, you know, shower bag or whatever. And that was the kicker. That's why I just started laughing. This is the shower bag when I brought it to him. And I'm like, hey, man, you left this, your hair dryer and all this other stuff. And he said, oh, no, I left that in there on purpose. I'm going to take a shit and brush my teeth and get a shower. And I was like, I got to go. I got to go now. What got me, what got me, I don't even know if you caught it. I, I swear I don't even know if you caught this. But it was where I was sitting on the couch and I was watching like this documentary about 9-11 and everything. And he gets up from his 10-hour nap, which is called a slumber for most people. And he walks out and me and you were sitting there talking. And he says so loud. He's like, hey, did you change those sheets out that we washed? I want to make sure they're dry. And I'm thinking to myself, Lee, I understand what you're doing right now. You want Dustin to know that you helped. But you know good and goddamn well that you didn't touch anything besides your sheep. And then what made it what made it worse, dude, is it he slept in a room with two twin beds. He took the sheets off of one for me to wash or for me and him to wash. And then we went and took naps because we were hungover as hell. He went and got on the other twin bed to go to sleep. I don't even know if they were washed. He got in that other bed? Yes. Do you think, bitch, it's Lee Tucker. Do you think Lee Tucker's laying without covers? Nuh-uh. I mean, guess. If you had to guess, if you which we already lost our entire life savings on Lee Tucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a bet this fucking weekend. Well, all right, because okay, let's quit. You quit bashing Lee for a second. I know he's hurt your feelings. He he does. He's not in a good spot right now. He probably is. He's in a better spot. That's he's just not a good spot with you right now. But you got you tell the story better because you you tell it hundred percent better than what I. Uh, me and Dustin went to go buy groceries for everybody that was coming. Like we were all going to split it, however many ways, as many people was going to be there, whatever. But Dustin. Like he uh, he paid for everything up front, and we are at the uh, we're at Walmart in uh, what is it, Watonka, Watonka, Watonka. All right, and we're standing in line, and the person in front of us has got a lot of shit. And Dustin calls Lee and be like, "Hey, we're leaving here in just a minute. Can you either you know wash the dishes or whatever you need to do?" But Either wash the dishes, clean the house. But also, he was playing when he said this. He was like, hey, cut the grass. And what did he tell What did he tell you whenever he said, whenever you said something about cutting the grass? No, no, no. That, I said, I said, I said, well, I said, well, you, he said, where are y'all at? So we went to go get the, the groceries. And I said, but while we're waiting, could you at least, like, pick up from last night, wash the dishes or clean the house? He said, well, what do you mean clean the house? I said, I don't know, sweet you know, pick up a little bit. I said, or you can cut the grass. You know how to cut the grass? He said, I used to could. <laughs> That's why that was the best line. I used to could. He said 15 years, or what did he say, 20 years ago? That I, he said, I ain't had to cut grass in 20 years. He said, That's why I got an apartment. So we left Walmart and we're on the way back. It takes like 20 minutes or whatever. And me and Dustin are just having a good time, listening to Ashland Craft for the 500 time for the weekend singing the same damn song. 
And, uh, it was the easy leaving Louisiana. Uh, I still, I, I'm still rocking it. That voice, that voice is just it's that rap. Uh, you talking about hers, not my mind. Sounds like a raspy motherfucker, like bad, horrible. But uh, we're pulling up on the road that Dustin is uh, th- their lake house is on, and uh, me and him say to each other, "I will bet." my life savings. He says over under. And I'm like, I'm not betting the over under. I'm saying right now that Lee Tucker has not got his ass off the couch to do the dishes or anything. We fucking pull up and Dustin goes ahead of me and he says that he smells fresh cut grass and he's like, what the fuck? There's no way. He gets through the walkway and turns around and looks at me with a smile and disbelief on his face. And he's like, it was you like want- this. Yeah. It was like this. I was like walking and I smelled it. And then about that time, here comes Bobby Hill on a lawnmower. Just, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't even get words out. He I was could, like, look at him. He could not get fucking words. He looks at me and he's like, you won't fucking believe this. I'd have lost everything that I've ever made in my life on that bet. We got there. But what did he say about the blister on his hand? Well, I- you remember that? These are the hands of a working man. <laughs> that one. What it was too when we got there. I was like, I can't believe it. I was like, dude, that's so. I mean, I was like, like proud dad moment. I was like, that's awesome, Lee. Thanks, dude. I was like, I really didn't expect you to do that. He's like, I mean, he said, I can do stuff. I can do stuff. And then I said, well, and I said, Josh, just just tell him to quit. I'll finish it up or whatever. And, he turned around and said, oh, hell no. He said, I got one more pass. He was getting that whole yard done. He did. So That was his way of saying, I don't have to do shit the rest of the weekend. Well, I mean, I, he did cut the grass, and he did a good job. And he didn't do shit the rest of the weekend. <laughs> you would have never don't, thought. Don't invite Lee Tucker on a daggone vacation and put him to work. I mean, don't do that to anybody. You're, you're right. You're right. Oh, but also, also, you need to specify, that ain't my lake house. That's my aunt's lake house. I said I'm y'all's, proud. your family's. It's well, your what family. I'm trying to get at is I'm a, I'm a migrant worker just like everybody else. When we go up there, we're all paying our dues through the summer, and then we get to enjoy the, the reaps of fall, you know. Man, I appreciate it. I cannot tell you. That is, without a doubt, Dustin, the best vacation or whatever I have been on. Uh, you told me before we ever, before I ever got there, he's like, I'm not setting a schedule for shit. You go to sleep when you want to. You stay up till you want to or whatever. I got drunk. I got to do whatever fuck I wanted to. When I was ready to go to bed, my fat ass was going to bed. Yeah. If you want to eat pizza for breakfast and bacon for supper, I don't care. But uh, I don't like people asking me, well, what we doing? Or don't come in there and ask me what's for supper. Or don't do none of that. Like, we got – it's good. We gonna, There's going to be three meals a day. You're welcome to eat those when they're ready. But if you miss it, that's on you. And if you're hungry in them between, make something else, you know. What you want to drink? What did Lee Tucker say that morning that y'all, that y'all made the uh, – y'all made the fucking – the pigs in a blanket and he didn't get up on time? What did he say? No, he was he was up on time. That's the day that you drove the wrong direction. You did your dang dumb and dumber trip. That's you drove right. two thirds across the state in the wrong direction. God damn it! You're right. I was wondering when you called and you said, "Hey, man, I was going to go look at those antiques over there in in Alexander City or whatever." 
And I was like, uh, maybe we passed it yesterday and I was on my phone or something. And then it clicked to about 30 minutes later. I was like, oh, shit. He thinks he's in Wetumpka. Yeah. You just went the other way. It's, yeah. it's a simple 180, just the wrong way. I mean. Yeah. I, but, yeah, you were gone. You were gone still. And I was like, are we really going to go play golf? Because, you know, we were all hyped up the night before. We're going to get up early, tea time. We're going to be up there, you know, birds chirping, all that good stuff. Look at that cooler. That cooler made it, huh? It did. This cooler oh. is like one of the things. If this was a Yeti, I'd have lost it. Fucking forever ago. Because it's an Ozark Trail, that bitch will not leave me. It's like a cheap koozie. Like a cheap koozie that just called like Bob's Plumbing. You ain't going to lose that one. Or a, big, or a big or girl. Big girl one? It's just, no, it's just like a big girl. No matter what you do, you can't get rid of it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Good thing. You know I love you, big bitches. Man, I wish I was uh I wasn't doing September to remember that I've come up with, but I got to get better after what we've been through. You're in way better shape than the rest of us. Oh, I understand dude. why you do I would I would love, I would absolutely love to do what you're doing. Uh tell everybody what you're doing. Oh, well, about I did it last year. I did a sober October last year. One because I was in super, super bad shape. Like I just quarantine got the best of me. And what I mean is, like, it just became normal that like, you worked, cut some grass, and did some chores. And, you know, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon or 10 o'clock in the morning. And, boom, it's Keystone time. And I got, man, I got kind of pudgy. My face was all, I mean, I'm already chubby, but my face was all fat. I didn't feel good. And then uh, I thought it might help, too. I had COVID. So I was like, can't get over this COVID. Like, I got this, these after effects. It's like, I'm going to just do it good. Try to go clean, man. I dropped. I don't know how much weight. I didn't really weigh myself. I bet I dropped 15 pounds or so. You but, will. Without drinking beer, you'll drop weight in a fucking hurry. And the mental clarity and, like, just – I don't know. I almost told myself, why do, I, why do we drink? But it's just so fun, like, when you're doing it, when you're with your friends. But anyway, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. Keep going. So, I was like, it did good last year, and I got a bunch of stuff coming up that I really need to focus on. All the summer fun's over. got – so I'm doing uh, September to remember. <laughs> so I'm going to be able to remember everything. I'm going to feel everything all of September. And that's where we're going to be at. I don't plan on any bit of that. You can't tell me on Monday morning when you woke up and you looked at yourself in the mirror that you weren't like, I'm kind of tired of this. I can't, After, eat, anything. I can't eat anything else. I can't drink anything else. I just want some water and, and a good cry. And I'm going to start over. You know why I wanted a good cry? Monday morning when I woke up. Why? That big bitch from Copper's Grill that took a hold of me and didn't let go. That oh, is. Mercy. I'm just saying, like, she was a good time, but I swear, I still feel molested. I don't feel like, I don't feel like she understood what no meant. And it's whatever. That's the only yeah. reason, that's the only reason I wish I would drink less is because of my sexual decisions. Well, you did, and I'm not going to say you asked for it, but you literally kind of asked for it. I you know, asked for it. I, because I, I called out the whole state of Alabama as being ugly women. And everybody like, we'll show you. Next thing I know, they were like, we're going to give you this, but you got to say roll tide. And I was like, I'm not saying roll tide. And next thing you know, I was like, I'm going to name my kids Bear Bryant. <laughs> Saban, Saban. I'm just saying. It was a good time. It was a good had time. I, had I known that was a viable pickup line, I would have used that a long time ago. 
you just got to kind of degrade them, but in a cute way. You can't be ugly to them. The difference between me and Lee Tucker is when Lee Tucker insults somebody, uh, he fucking insults them. There is no – He insults them. Yes, they want in. to end their life because yeah. what that dude says cuts to the core. Like, if Lee Tucker ever tells me exactly what he thinks, I don't think we can be friends again because he's you remember, you remember he, he called us – what did he call us? Pieces of shit he at that did. one golf course? He did. He told me that I was just as big a piece of shit as his old band members. And I was like, whoa. It was a joke, buddy. All right, so what had happened was we had went to the three of us to go play golf. Dustin and me had thought it was very funny to take Lee's golf clubs and put them at the bottom of a hill. It was not that deep of a hill. It was pretty deep. It was like 40 feet down. And I didn't even go all the way down the hill with not all the way down. Lee Tucker walks out of the pro shop. He's, he's ready to go. He's ready to bitch about playing golf. And he sees his club at the bottom of that hill. He gets so fucking mad at Dustin and me. And the rest of the time, I'm like, I promise you, I didn't do it. And then yeah. I, I ended up making another smart-ass joke while he's playing golf. I love how you said, I didn't throw your clubs down the hill. I, I didn't, didn't throw the clubs down there either. I set them down there. I, I didn't when, throw them. When I made the fucking Ninja Turtle joke, and I said, hey, do not fucking tell him the joke. Because there's no way Lee Tucker doesn't talk shit about me. Like, we are like brothers. All three of us are brothers. Like, we, we talk shit about each other. I point blank told your ass, do not <laughs> fucking tell anybody else this joke besides me and you. You couldn't even get on the next goddamn tee box without what's up, Shredder? And that bitch that is was like, not, that is how it went. That is exactly how it went. That's not. I had to take two golf clubs and make that X <laughs> on his back. And I was like, it does look like it. What it is like Leonardo? It does. What would we call him? Leotello? Yeah, you called him Leotello. There's already a Leotello. Leonardo. And then it, I was like, I was like, you said, what are you doing? I said, I don't know. I'm just make sure the Foot Clan Shredder don't pop up. You stupid motherfucker. He knew it right then. No, Apparently he, he must have. I think I probably got drunk and said he looked like a Ninja Turtle before. You've had to because he, he knew that immediately. And there was not a lot of contact. He was – when I tell you he was mad, he was mad. Like, I, I had to go put my arm around him like two blocks. I was like, dude, I was just talking about the way your shoulders are. He's like, no, y'all trying to say I'm like a Ninja Turtle. And I was like – I. I I didn't mean anything about it. I really don't remember. I just stopped talking to him for a while. In all, due, in all due respect, he does not fight crime, but he does eat pizzas. There are some similarities. Lee, Lee I just want you – the only reason why I'm talking shit right now, Lee Tucker, is you saw the same text message that me and Dustin Heron saw yesterday about doing this tonight and it being for my birthday episode. You could have been here defending yourself, talking shit about me. But you know what you chose to do? You chose to go have a good time in Nashville. And I can't really uh, knock you for that. Well, you know what? I'll say, I will say this. When I make fun of people, I make fun of everybody. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Now, I'm not, the only person I didn't make fun Oh, I did make fun of Kristen. I made fun of even. I've even made fun of the only girl playing golf with us. So it's not, and I, I don't take it as far as you do. I'm not, I'm not as quick, no. probably. 
<laughs> maybe that's it. I'm not as quick, or either I might think I have something, you know, I don't want it to come back and bite me in the ass later. You, on the other hand, are like, wait, wait, wait. You can't tell that joke, but I can. So, anyway, the best one ever was the day that I wore the flowery shirt, which it was the best shirt ever. I got this shirt that my, my mother was basically having an estate sale. I bet she hair, fucking was. My hair was like super frizzy because we were so. Uh, hungover. Uh, that's the best word, but I was going to say, uh, yeah, hungover is probably the best word. And uh, we just kind of threw it together and we got to the course and I bought the visor the day before, a nice Titleist visor. I mean, at least I had that going for me. It was a but very my nice hair, visor. My hair was just poofing up. And on that ride, I haven't laughed so hard as we did with six of us crammed in the truck, in your truck, going to that golf course. Oh, God, when we made Kristen, uh, we made Kristen so uncomfortable. Yeah, y'all were, y'all were, it's like we forgot for a minute, and, and I'm over there, like, in the middle going, come on, guys, easy on that one. And then she kind of, by the end of it, she kind of laughed along, but for a minute there, she was, like, super uncomfortable. She's like, this isn't college, boys. This isn't college. We're adults now. By the way, Kristen and her husband, Jake, I'm just going to tell you, I absolutely adored both of them. Those are two very good people. I'm glad I got to meet for you. They were so fucking nice. I love how you throw the explicit in to explain how nice they are. They are. They were good. They were good people. We're pieces of shit. Dustin's not a piece of shit. But me and Jeff and Lee, which it was Jeff and Lee. It Jeff was, was just – I think Jeff, Jeff was still drunk. And Lee was. just – Lee wasn't happy at first. And then he, uh, Jeff, what is what? What do you? What's the opposite of hangry? That's whatever Lee was, and he got that crown in him. And I mean, he perked right on up. It surprises me every time how much of a mood change Lee Tucker can have from being complete bitchy. I'm talking about stepmom bitchy, like the worst case of bitchy ever. And then you give him a little bit of liquor. He is the funniest, fucking nicest person. To ever be around. He makes me laugh more than anybody else. There's not make- a yeah, there's not another human I've ever met that makes me fucking cry laughing the way Lee Tucker does. And it's those little one-liners right after you think you just killed it. You think your line just killed it, and your joke did kill it. You're everybody's dying, and then his one-liner is just you know, it just it just takes you back. I'm but oh yeah, that. so we're getting we're getting way off track. We gotta get back to how the six of us got in the truck. Okay, you're, yeah, coming, yeah. you're coming back okay. from from your a- antique shopping spree. That was and bad. I'm cooking pig in the blankets. Everybody's getting their own little cooler together. And I'm like, it's very it's very apparent. I'm like, all right, does anybody need ice? Does anybody want me to get you some more beer? Pig in the blankets are about to be ready. Everybody's walking through, and I say everybody, everybody but Lee is walking through, making their own coffee, getting their own coolers together, all this kind of stuff. And about that time. I got the, the pig in the blankets out. I put them in the little nice Tupperware thing with the, the towel and all. So we look like kind of like we got it going on. And we're eating pig in the blankets, waiting on you. You walk in the door. Ooh, pig in the blankets. Start eating pig in the blankets. As you're walking in, Jake and them are walking out, putting their stuff in there. I'm getting the cooler and leave. I go back in to grab uh, like my koozie or something. And Lee comes walking in and he's like, y'all ate breakfast? And we're like, yeah, we ate breakfast. And by the time Jake walks in, he said, yeah, we ate breakfast. He said, 
Well, shit, ain't nobody told me. Lisa, Jake goes, Lee, you can't smell biscuits? <laughs> that motherfucker smelled biscuits. I guess, I don't know. And then he's like, well, hell, let me get how many's left. And I was like, there's a whole pile of them left. He's like, well. And he goes in there and he gets that plate. He made it out. I mean, he just thought like he was organizing it. Meanwhile, all of us pile up in the truck. Oh, he's something else. We get, oh, that's what it was. We get out there and he said, I guess y'all want me to get in the middle. He got in the middle or something. And I had to go get something. I come back. Here I am talking smack about Lee. I'm the one that had to go keep going back and forth of the house. I get in there. I saw Lee. I can just see the look on his face. He's sitting there, you know, you can see when somebody's like, I guess I'll do it. You know, he was doing his, he does that. When he starts clicking, that's his anxiety. His hand was clicking. And I said, Lee, how about you just let me sit in the middle? He said, I reckon I'll let you do it. <laughs> it's just, but he was ill. And he got over it fast after that. And let me what brought ever, and this is what goes back full circle to how you make fun of everyone the same. When we got out of that car, we got out of the truck. We're standing there. I'm talking smack about you. That was our joke all week. It's like, we're trash. That's what our joke was all week. We're just trash. We're, we're trash. trash. And we got that from Sonny in Philadelphia. That's one of my favorite episodes where they're trying to not be trash. And uh, we're not trash. We're just compared compared to everyone else we want to be like in a realm. We're trash. We're but trash anyway, I regardless. Step I step out and uh, we're making a joke about how the guys like you guys don't want to buy any beverages. Like, no, we don't buy beverages. We're trash. We bring ours. You don't sell Keystone, sir. And about that time, I looked you right in the dead nine. I was like, you're trash. You said, you said, whatever. You look like the the lesbian softball coach at my high school or something. And I was like, I was like, no. If if you bought a sex change off a of wish, that's what I am. And I mean, God. But see, that's what they don't realize. Like, nobody else that day heard me and you talking shit to one another on the golf cart. Like, me and you, for the next three hours, talk mad fucking shit to one another. Like, I don't even know all the jokes that were said. Uh, it's so much fun making fun of yourself because it, like, kind of makes you confront some of your insecurities. And it yeah. kind of brings to your forefront, like, hey, man, maybe you should do a sit-up every now and then. You know? <laughs> do, you, do you really need that last, <laughs> that last dig in the blanket you just couldn't leave Lee? You, you, actually, you actually fucking, I did. Like, I, I promise you, what was the craziest thing about all weekend though? Like, we played golf, we pissed Lee off, and then we got done pissing Lee off, and Lee hit a couple of really good shots. I bet you right now Lee Tucker's in Nashville, and he's talking about, yeah, man, I played some golf with my buddies this weekend, and I beat Josh Terry and Dustin Herring. Like, we, we, our, our team beat me. Oh, yeah. Remember that? They did. Lee Tucker beat us. Lee Tucker hit a couple shots at the very end to help Kristen and Jake out to where me and you, we had a partner, and then our partner wanted to watch the fucking Oklahoma game and not get his ass off of the golf cart. And uh, so it was two against three, but still – we lost. Once, once Jeff got that crown in him and he saw the Sooners might not pull it off against the two-lane, he wasn't getting out of the shade because he was right there. And when, when the game was over, he was ready to play again, but that just happened to be when the golf game was over. So. Hey, let's give Lee some credit. Me and you both probably thought because we played that course, 18 holes, a long earlier in the week. I don't think either one of us thought Lee Tucker was going to walk any of that course. Lee I Tucker fucking every time 
He got there quick. He got to the ball. He never, he he surprised me. There's some elevation changes at that at that course too. It's not some regular old cow pasture. Hit it and hit it. It's like it's up and it's down. I that, I was walking it the whole time, getting prepped for my dang on trip to Idaho. That's how much stuff there is to it. I mean, That's of course, I wasn't carrying wasn't carrying a pack, and I'm wearing flip flops because my shoes had already worn blisters on me them working man feet boy them working man feet hey lee tucker lee tucker don't hear about shit you're about working man feet he's got a working man hands he's got blisters on that bitches when i got over there my socks got blood on it or whatever and jake's like what's that from a blister lee's like i got a blister and lee's like from what so you know that thing on that steering wheel that round thing she got it on that's them working man hands boy he cut grass for 30 minutes and got a blister he said it been 20 years. Obviously. He don't got calluses on this hand. It's this hand. I bet he's got some corns right on the inside of that palm. <laughs> if he what, does, if Lee, what if Lee just pops in on the call, just pops in? He texted me a while ago. He said, I'm headed back to my building now. But he done fucked up. He should have been here for the beginning. Oh, man. He could be like the closer. No, no. There's nothing about him that's the closer. I'm trying to think what else was stupid fun that we did. Just everything. It was the most laid-back, relaxing trip. I think he was already in bed. But when Lee and Jeff were going over all the presidents we had. Oh, that was good. I was on the couch for that. Okay, I thought you were. Let me tell you, for everybody who thinks that we get wild and crazy when we go on vacation or we do anything, (laughs) This is literally what happened while we were watching Georgia and Clemson game. We all got drunk. We was all having a good time. And all of a sudden, it comes up, can you name all 45 or 46, whatever it is, presidents? And Jeff and Lee go into this battle. And we, I, I quit watching the Georgia and Clemson game to watch them. It was so yeah. fucking entertaining. I'm over here curled up like a little 16-year-old babysitter or something. You know how they used to do? I had a blanket. I'm just wrapped up. I got a little fort built, and I'm just watching them. And they got the Nixon pretty quick. I mean, they knocked it right on out. Yeah. And then it gets fuzzy. And then I'm like, no, that don't sound right. And then it's like, nobody touch your phones. This is serious. We want to really know. And, like, we're just sitting there all with our beers. We just kind of set them down. And we're like, no, now we got to get this right. Like, what a rager. This is a Saturday night. We are really lighting it up. I really figured out how old and comfortable I am am with myself on Saturday night. When I realized that that was good enough for me, sitting there and having fun with you guys as we're talking about all the presidents from before. Oh, yeah. And when you finally – we got to a point where we're all – we're feeling really good. We got to the point where we couldn't tell the difference in Teddy Roosevelt and FDR (laughs) – you're like, what's the difference? I was like, uh, other than two working legs uh, and a, a whole little animal named after one of them. I swear, I fucking said FDR was 18 of the 40, 45 presidents. I thought FDR had been president for fucking 100 years for some reason. He did. He was a president for, for more terms than other people, though, right? Uh, You know what? You're going to fuck me up on this because I heard them talk about it the other night. I think he ended up coming into two years before he was supposed to, like as a vice president because the president had died. And then he got 
two full turns. I think there was a president that did that. I just can't remember. It's there was the, a president that had more things than they put in. Uh, I, I want an amendment or something that made it where you couldn't do more than that. I, I dude, I, I promise you, but that we are not smarter than a fifth grader. They would have been. Well, that should have been a game show called "Are You Drunker Than a." Fifth grader is smart. That's what it should have been called. See, that's the kind of content that we have to put out on social media is me and you battling Lee and Jeff, but they get to ask us questions that we're probably not going to know the answers to. But if we ask them questions that me and you would know the answers to, they wouldn't know. Like, who was the uh, who was the national championship quarterback for Auburn back in 2010 or 2011? Like, me and you would know that answer. They had no fucking idea. But if they was like, who's on the fucking – who was the 37th president? Man, you don't fucking know. Well, you would think they would know Cam Newton. Speaking of, that dude don't got a job right now, huh? Uh, I, No, yeah, I don't think he's been picked up yet. Yeah, so uh, that's pretty cool. The dude from Alabama took his job. Maybe he can, he can always model clothes. I know that dude seems to care a lot more about that. That dude, uh, I'm big on fashion. I obviously can't wear some shit that they wear. Cam Newton wears some crazy shit. He cares not, dude. Every time he comes out, I'm like, actually, it, it is Lady Gaga-ish, but I get it. And I'm like, man, you got to. He's making, he's standing out. I mean, isn't that what everybody wants to do? Well, man, you know what? You Looking back, like, I was a kid, so I really dug it. You know, when Neon Dion was out? Oh, absolutely. He absolutely. Made, that's why he had his own shoes made after him because he was a, he was a, he's an entertainer on a football field. He still played the game, but he made more money off endorsements and stuff probably than his deals. I mean, Dion's still making money off of being, oh, what is it, Jacksonville State head coach or whatever? I don't even know where it is. It's Jackson something. It's Jackson something. But, uh, but y'all have the greatest of all time, though. Like, I'm from Georgia, so I love fucking Herschel Walker. But y'all got Bo. Bo oh, yeah. is the greatest athlete of all time. By the way, Dustin Hare was just featured in a uh, in an article uh, by Auburn. What magazine was it? It's the one of the Auburn magazines. That it's just called Auburn Magazine. magazine. It's just yeah. Auburn Magazine. So yeah, that was uh, cool. I got to do uh, got to do an interview a little while back with the alumni association. I just talked about. You know, my time at school and now that I do music, how I got started in college and stuff. So it's a cool little article. I appreciate appreciate you shouting out that and appreciate them including me. Dude, I think you're a badass though. Like I love all the stuff you do. And what's crazy, and I know I haven't brought this up to you yet, but the whole time, because there's a couple years difference to me and you. I'll be 34. I actually am I 34 now? No, I'm 34 in uh 40 minutes. But, so I'm a year uh, and a half. I'm a year and a half older than you. Okay. So while you were at Auburn, I was going to Auburn games. So like, there's a good chance that at some point in time, me and you have ran across one another and never even fucking knew it. I think that's it's a hundred percent possible. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt. There's people that you don't real like. I've seen people before and I've seen their face, and then later on in life, I see them again, and I'm like. I never talked to you, but did you – were you at this baseball camp in Birmingham one time? And they're like, yeah, I was. I, oh, it's just like crazy stuff. And I'm like, why did I meet you in an airport in Texas? But, you know, it's crazy like that. I have a lot of tender dates like that. <laughs> there's a lot of – there's a lot of women that I match with on social media 
And they'd be like, hey, how are you doing? And they'll be like, you don't remember me? And I'd be like, no way. No, I don't. No way. I'm telling you, it's weird. I know in the past, I don't know, like two or three years, there's been like, I know two women. Because I felt bad both times. I felt horrible both times. Are these, like, attractive? are these attractive women or a face you would forget? I played the fifth. Um, they were both doable. I mean, obviously, oh at one at one point in time. But, uh, no, they were – like, I know both of these women, the same conversation happened to. It was like, hey, how are you doing? You sure are cute. And they both of them said, you don't remember me? And I was like, hey, I get fucked up a lot. You know, if I met you at a bar when I was drinking or whatever, you know, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't embarrass myself or whatever. And both of them blocked me. Well, I ended up having to investigate one of them. Like, I, I had to look it up because it was looking like I was going to become a trend. And I had realized, uh, this person, when I looked up her Snapchat and I had saw the saved pictures that she had sent me on her Snapchat name, I had realized that this person had been to my house. Oh, and boy. I was like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. But also, ladies, if you're listening to this right now, don't bang drunk guys. That is your fault. Uh, I drink a lot, and I won't remember some of you. Just stating that for the obvious. Your hypothalamus is weak like mine. I just have a weak hypothalamus. I don't that's know what a hypothalamus goes. is. That's the part of your brain that handles memory. So, like, Mine gets tired easily, like really easily. It only takes about six beers. I don't remember anything that somebody told me to do or what I was supposed to do. I just go into Keith Stone mode and I'm just chilling, you know. And then the next day, I'm it, it kind of get those a little foggy. You you kind of like when we do a podcast. All of a sudden, you remember, oh yeah, that's what we we're talking about. I get that. You know what really gets foggy for me? That Lee Tucker sent me a video earlier today. This is one reason I'm talking so much shit about him. You know, I love you, Tuck. Lee Tucker sent me a video of me and you on Sunday night at Copper's Greek. And me and you are fucking raging. We are That's fucking... when the Skater Boy songs are playing? Yes. And you would have thought that me and you was in our element. And Lee Tucker decided to record it. Yeah. And you obviously, if you saw the footage, we're fucking beyond understanding what is going on. Like, the lights are on, but ain't a motherfucker home. Like, that's what music does to me, Josh. That's just what that's what music does to me, man. I just got to be honest. That was all cover band, skater boy music, all of it. You know what, the, be you know what the best thing about that was, though? What? Me and you had talked about uh, one of our friends – uh, she's more your friend than mine, Allie Talene, uh, yeah. earlier in the weekend. And I had, we had joked about fucking having to, uh, you play like friends in low places. Like we had joked about it. And yeah. then we get to Copper's Grill and we get to talk to the owner, Dustin met the owner and everything. It's like, hey, get up and play a song or whatever. I want to hear you. Well, it, wasn't, it wasn't the owner. That was Blaine. Uh, Blaine got me up there. Okay, I thought it was the, the Blaine, owner. Blaine, yeah, the Blaine Rudd is another artist from Alabama. Okay, he was there. He was there just hanging out, having a good time too. Well, the band wanted to kind of take a little bit of a break because, like, these dudes want to hear some country. We don't got no country. 
So Blaine gets up there after I'd run into him. He's like, we're going we're gonna to sing Neon Moon and I, or, or something like that. I was like, cool. So we go from Skater Boy to Blaine killing it with his country. Shout out to Blaine. And the next thing I know, I'm on stage. And I don't really know. It's like I teleported or something. Not sure. I've got the videos. I've got the videos on my phone. I just haven't sent you yet. But it is Dustin getting on stage singing Friends in Low Places. And we had talked. Everybody loves Friends in Low Places. There's not a single fucking country boy or girl that does not love Friends in Low Places. But when you're somebody like Dustin and you're asked all the time to play five fucking songs, Friends in Low Places, Neon Moon, uh, Wagon Wheel, fucking Freebird or whatever, it gets old. It, it gets old. And I got a video of you. I'm talking about you're rocking the fuck out. But when I turned the camera on me and why the fuck I thought it was a good idea at this point in time to turn the camera on me, I don't know. I am fucking, I'm in another atmosphere. Like, I am fucking gone. There's a video that Lee saved. And there, it, this is how fucked up it was, dude. It was me and Lee, and it was a Skater Boy song, and it was like, I don't know this song, but I'm having a good idea. And my eyes are barely open. And then this blonde that I have no idea who the fuck she is walks up in the middle of me and Lee and she says something to me. And like, you know what I said in my fucking, like my story on Snapchat and Instagram to this girl? Yeah. I said, hey, I don't know you, but you're getting an abortion letter. That's what I said to a complete stranger at a fucking country club. And I wonder why fucking women hate me. I told this girl she's getting an abortion. A smusmortion. We don't say the A word on the show, so we say smusmortion. Lord have mercy. Well, anyway, back to being on stage. So I had a good time, too, apparently. I, I mean, I thought, I'll be honest with you. I just, I, what, what sticks out to me is when it's kind of like when you got a drill and rush. There was a bunch of people. How many people do you think was there? 500 people, maybe? There was 500 fucking people, easy. Well, all I remember is when I got on stage, what well, I shouldn't say, I, I remember everything, but what, what stuck out the most was when Blaine's like, we're going to get my buddy Dustin Herring up here. And like, I don't know if these people know me or not, but apparently they thought I was a big idea or maybe they were just excited to see somebody else. The, <laughs> they're screaming like the, the Beatles are in town or something. And uh, that was pretty nuts. So now I'm like, I've done this song a thousand times, right? Like, I can't forget the words to the second verse of this. Well, Blaine had another guy get up and sing. So he took the second verse and I'm doing the third verse, right? So now, now I'm like, oh God, I don't, I'm not sure I know the third verse. And long story short, it's just people getting loud, people getting loud. And I'm kind of about to hit the panic button. Like what's, you know, quit, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. And it's about the time he turns to me and he just does it. It's like, it just clicks. And I was like, guess I was wrong. And I thought about every Garth video I'd ever seen. I'm walking across that stage. Hell in. I've been there before. And I'm just, and you're just screaming. And I'm like, no wonder Garth gets off on this. It's pretty cool. Fuck yeah, it is. Dude, I'm telling you, it was, it's always awesome. Like, I'm the guy. Obviously, I have no musical talent whatsoever. But I get to go hang out with you guys. And it always just makes me so energized and happy. When I see my friends connect with the crowd, 
And that was one of those times that when you, when I was standing behind you and I can go back and look at the videos and shit. And this is where the crowd fucking was eating you up. And they loved you. And it was just, it was just one of those moments that unless you're in your shoes, you don't get to fucking have. And it was just so fucking cool to me. It was fun, man. That was that was a fun night. Now, I did, and that was totally unexpected. When we went up there, we were just going mostly to get out of the house and be able to say thanks to the to the owner, Steve Keith. Keith, right? It's Steve. It's Steve. You done fucked this up all weekend. Why do we? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know where the Keith. I don't know where Keith came from. It's Steve. Okay, I, I'm, this is horrible. That's horrible on me. Hey, at least it rounds. Hey, we went. Dustin uh, took us out on the boat. We went to. Uh, What's the name of that bar when we was on the boat? The Landing. The Landing. We go up to the Landing. Me and Dustin and Chief, which is his dog, and Lee Tucker, we're uh, we're just hanging out. And the owner of is it Steel Winds? Yeah, or Steel Water. It's something like still. It's still something. Comes up to us and starts talking to us as we're sitting there, and uh, he recognizes Lee from Lee doing like a uh, writers thing there a couple of weeks ago at Lake Martin. And uh, just, it's so nice. Like, the dude that owns the place is just so fucking nice to us. And uh, next thing you know, like, he's like, hey, I own a golf course over here. I own it for a couple of years now. Y'all come back whenever you want to. We got to play a six on the next day, which you never get to do. And he's like, y'all come out. We're going to have a lot of people out there. And if he'd have got around you, which I don't – did we see him Sunday night? I don't believe we we, we we did see him passing. Like we were able to do that, but he was running so much stuff that night. Uh, it wouldn't have, it, and also, I didn't really want to be up under him that night because I want to be like, hey, this ain't how I am while I'm working. This is me while I'm uh, vacationing. Having a good time. Yeah. Oh, I understand that because I was uh, – I shouldn't have been there. I didn't leave <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> You really didn't, did you? I don't think so. I don't know where the fuck I ended up. I know where I ended up. I ended up in Sunday school. That is a good place to be, sir. Three Start, times. I talked, Three times. I talked to Jesus for about five times that weekend. Mm-mm-mm. You got know. a gift, girl. You got a gift. She had something. You know what she's got now? Chlamydia. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. What did you say? What did you say? And I was in there. I was in there cooking in the kitchen. You get her. You get this girl. Uh, she wants to Facetime you about something, and uh, she uh, looks at oh, She says, "Say hi to du- say hi to Dustin." So she looks at me on the thing while I'm cooking or whatever, and she goes, "Is that the is that the transgendered woman from Wish?" And I was like, "Ha ha ha!" And then what did you say to her? Well, she has fake titties to back this conversation up and I said he might look like he's from Wish but your titties look like they're from Amazon. Wow. <laughs> you gotta hit that raspy when you did that left right there the whole kitchen just stopped and it was just dying. I mean even Kristen spilled a little wine out on that because it was just too much. I, I, mean, just, don't, was- I just don't think people understand that I just don't like I'm gonna say some fucked up shit but it's funny. Like, I don't mean it ever in bad spirits. Like, even though we're talking shit about Lee Tucker tonight, sometimes. 
He's going to be mad at you. you he's he, not going to be gonna, mad at me. You took him up the hill and down the that. Now, you got to give him enough momentum to get him back up now. That's a lot of momentum. That's a fucking – that's a four a four cycle rascal. God bless. A two-stroke – How do you do that? A two-stroke <laughs> rascal. God. Lee, I swear to God, I'm just fucking with you. But I oh, know – Pissed. I know good and damn well. I know good and damn well. You talk shit about me, and I'm fine with it because I love you, and I know that when you do what I'm playing, when it's your playing, and when uh, I do what I'm playing, I wish you was here. If you'd have fucking, you know, packed your bags on time and done everything else right, you'd be here with us right now, and you could defend yourself. So anyway, back to uh, back to uh, Tits McGee. Um, what was the what was the kicker? What was the kicker that night? What you was it? Go ahead. No, what was it? The kicker. Well, after that, I mean, literally, when you told her where her boobs came from or what they looked like, all she did was laugh. And you know what? That was the best compliment. You lit her world up. She was just as happy as a pig in slaughter. Do, do you think a woman pays for titties and she doesn't want you to compliment what she paid for? If you buy a truck for $10,000, don't you want somebody to say, damn, that's a nice truck? Yes. It's the same thing with a woman with titties. Is if, if you can tell they're fake, you have to compliment them. They want you to. Otherwise, you they, would, they wouldn't have paid you're gonna, for You're going to end up being a professor at some college one day, and it's going to be called the modern world with Josh Terry or something like that. I mean, you know what it's, you know, it's going to be called Dustin. What? STD university. <laughs> God, am I. STU. STU. Sexual it. transmitted to you. Um, no, you, know you can prevent that stuff, Josh. It's a real you, simple from what I understand. I understand how you stop it from happening, but also, I started this a long time ago, and I'm just going to let it be. Oh, my God. You, you're going to end up with a good sponsor in the prophylactic, uh, you know, protecting sex industry, probably. Do you know how happy I would be if Trojan called? And Trojan was like, hey, we want to sponsor your show. I'd be like, absolutely. I'll never and use then, it. I, and but then, I'll tell people I do. Well, the reason you don't use condoms is because none of them fit right now. They got to make a, a custom Josh Terry size. You know what I mean? It's very short, but very girthy. Right. That's what that's what I'm trying to get at. I mean, yeah. they just it's like a it's like a condom no show sock. You know what it's, it's, it's like <laughs> a Pringles can, but only two inches deep. The ones you get at Dollar General, the little small. Oh yeah, the short is, Pringles cans. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. God, I what about my... what about you said? Well, you should forget about stuff. When I get hanging out with Jake, my buddy from college, he reminds me of so many things I said or did in college. That I just don't remember. I don't. I don't know why I don't recall them. But until he brings them back up, then can you like, can you tell them the Dante Hightower story? No, I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> we, we don't want to get any. We don't want to get any cease and desist. I thought about that later. I don't want some dude from the NFL coming at me like, "Hey, man, take that down." I was in college when this happened. I was, well, I don't know. But first of all, first of all, let's just say this. Let's say it has come out of my mouth. There's no factual evidence to back up the statement that I'm about to say. This is pure entertainment purposes only. 
if any of you do not think that Dante Hightower fucked white women while he was in college, then that is your ass on you. That is called ignorance. I don't know. I wasn't even thinking about Dante's story. I was talking about the fight with the Auburn football players. That's the one I was like. Oh, oh no, was- no, no, no. I was thinking about Dante's story. Yeah, yeah, the linebacker. Yeah, yeah. The, li- the fucking the murderer. The goddamn headhunter was- from Alabama. Dude was a beast. He's still a fucking beast somewhere. I don't know what he's doing right now, but he's not being normal. I know one thing. That one girl's daddy was not happy. She was not happy. He had to transfer her all the way from Tuscaloosa. Well, that- all- well, let's be real. You guys are from Alabama. It's still frowned upon. Oh, that was funny. That was a funny. That was a funny conversation. See, that's how you end it. That's how you make it uncomfortable. What? Oh, nothing. I was just talking about Dante Hightower liking white women. Oh, well, I like white women. Yeah, but you look like you should. I you, with this hair. That's another thing. This is not, oh, that's another thing that happened while we were at the uh, at Copper. Every forty-something-year-old, 50-year-old woman, they just think it's okay just to come up behind me and rub their hands through my hair. Talk about, oh, I wish I had this and all that. Could now let's just put the, the flip-flop on the other foot. If I went up to a grown woman and did that, you think it's gonna go over the same? Not a chance in hell. No. And this lady's hand smelled like burnt marbles and Estee Lauder. She's just rubbing it all in my hair and talking. Uh, uh, and then I'm like, it's hot. Stop touching me. I don't uh, want to hear shit about your hair. They touch my face because of my beard. Do you grow a beard like that? Expect nobody not to touch it. They want to run their fucking hands through it, though. That's what first just. Of all, ugh. First of all, isn't a beard like the nastiest thing next to a booty hole on a person? I'm not going to lie to you. Mine, not sanitary. That's, that's bad, dude. There's no, there's no way. There's no way my beard is sanitary. I've seen what has set on it. I've seen what I've ate as far as food goes, and it's like trickled down. But there's been some nasty shit on this beard. Thanks for that clarification. Jesus Christ. It's just like, you know, tomorrow's skin I, a, I, I, was, I was on the way to a good music career, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, I'm just going to be me, I guess. You're Ain't still going to be on the way. You're still going to be on the way. I know you texted me the other day and you asked me about half a heart and something else. Yeah. Do half a heart. Everybody is listening to me right now. Please. No, 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 listen. listen. Go ahead. I'm going to interrupt you. So uh, what we're doing is we got to think, you know, it's the fall. So in the fall, that's when people are with their families. That's when you're really – or this me anyway. That's when it captures my emotions. I really think But summer's over. You don't got no more of these distractions or stuff. You got to really kind of get in your head a little bit. And that's why we—that's why we're going to end up going with uh, horseshoes and hand grenades. No, what, are you saying no? No, don't do that. You're—you are literally—you're um, the only person. Well, I'm, I'm not kidding you, Josh. I'm not saying I'm not betting on you because you're wrong, but I was already—I I was already leaning towards horseshoes and hand grenades. But uh, we're going to look to do half a heart when it's like first of the year when it's time to jam. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. In, in, my, in, my opinion, in my opinion, and I don't know shit about the music business. Obviously, this is just one person's opinion. But when I hear, when I hear half a heart, what I hear is one of two things. I hear somebody sitting on a tailgate around his buddies or just himself watching a bonfire, being in his feelings. 
Like, that's what I feel. Like, I hear that. Or I see me or some random guy on a dirt road dancing with some pretty girl listening to Half a Heart. Like, I don't – Half a Heart is so fucking powerful to me. Like, I love that song. That is well, – What about uh, this? What about this? What if we put them both out at the same time? Don't some people release two tracks at the same time? I don't know. I don't know anything about music business. But I think half a not not that uh the other one isn't fucking just as good, but half a heart hits different. Like if you watch on TikTok, you know what we ought to do right now. What we ought yeah. to do right now because the, there's acoustic versions of both of those songs out. How can you make your audience like go say which one do you want to hear the full studio production? Because the two that are out right now, they're just acoustic versions. So that they're the same song, but they're going to be totally different. Like they're both slower and blah, blah, blah. So they can listen to the two right now and let them tell us what they think. We would have to do like an Instagram poll or Facebook poll. I mean, we can, we can, we can do it. I mean, we can do it, but everybody go listen to right now and message Dustin on Instagram. Tell me your Instagram name. Oh, it's uh, really, it's really difficult right here on my shirt. See it? It's the Josh Terry podcast. Where's my? Where's all the shirts I'll be giving you at, Josh? I'll be wearing them, motherfucker. You be giving me like the the dad shirts. I can't wear those tank. Let me tell you, Dustin Heron can wear a dad ass tank top like ain't nobody's business. He looks uh, fucking grown in it. You know what I look uh, in it? I look like I'm going through my second sex change. Every time I put, I got big fucking man titties. I cannot wear those things. I need a fucking sports bra just to wear the tank top you give me. Anyway, okay, I'll, I'll get you another one, mate. Thank you. I just like the T-shirts. I wear the black one you give me all the time. I'll get you some more. We're about to make some better ones. Anyway, but so anyway, I'm Dustin. Go ahead, Dustin, Dustin Hang. Dustin Hang Music on Instagram. That's what I am. Just Dustin Hang Music. Everything's tell, Dustin Hang Music. Tell him which one you like better. Listen to uh, – it's the acoustic album you just did there, like you said. Yes, right? it's Half a Heart, and then it's hand, Horses and Hand Grenades. Yes, those are the two songs we're, we're teetered on to figure out which one we want to put out in October. Hey, when you when you hit that line, uh, it's half my heart is uh, – God damn it. The Lord, please forgive me. It's uh, in a classroom teaching math. Yeah. That whole thing, dude. It, I'm telling you. You are one of my few friends. Lee Tucker, I jam his shit all the time. I hate boosting Lee's head up whatsoever. <laughs> I promise you, I try to beat him down as much as possible, but I think he's so fucking good. Oh, my God. You got to beat him down so they can build himself back up. Exactly. exactly. But that's what my friends do to me around here. They never let me get the big head. Like, even if I'm doing good, they knock me down. I try to do the same thing with Lee Tucker. Is I think he's – I honestly think Lee is going to be the fucking mayor of Nashville. I think the way that people love him, he's going to be the fucking mayor of Nashville one day. Well, the, what's, the, what's the mayor's wife's name? Because he could be the the mayor, he could be the mayor's husband. That'd be cool. I honestly think Lee would rather have that title. If you that honestly, you think Lee wants to be the president of the United States? No, no, no. He wants to be married to the woman that's the president of the United States. You get all the privilege, all the stuff, and you don't do nothing. You every now and then you show up and talk about some drugs and talk about some health and new nutrition and some school food lunch rooms, and that's it. That's exactly what Lee th- do. We have just found Lee's. That's it. That is the thing for Lee. 
And you can't tell me right now he would be he would be agreeing and he would be making some jokes. He'd be like, Michelle Obama ain't got he would make some jokes about like Miss Bush, Miss Reagan. He'd be right, he would just be nailing it if he was here right now. And he's not. Now for the first time I'm mad at Lee for not being here because he's missing golden opportunities to just jank on every first lady in history. You might have just made the most accurate statement of the 21st century. Lee Tucker being the first lady or the first man is fucking perfect for what he is. You're right. He's, he's smart about it. Though they say innovations are something of laziness or whatever the term is. Lee's like, why would I get up and go dig ditches when I can go sell insurance and chill? I'm like, good point. You know, what's bad is all of us one day are going to be 50, 60 years old doing manual labor. Lee Tucker is going to be sitting on the nicest fucking couch by the nicest pool with some little Asian lady feeding him grapes. And he's going to be like, I told these motherfuckers all they had to do is listen to me. They didn't want to listen. They don't want to listen. They just want to go, go, go all the time. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Son of a fuck, Lee Tucker. <laughs> what, what'd your granddad grand tell you when he asked you what you do for a living? Hey, my granddaddy said, my granddaddy said, you talk? He goes on the internet. I was like, yes, sir. He's like, how do you make money off that? And I was like, Papa, yes, you got ads, you got other stuff. He's like, oh, you, you just need to come to work for the county. And he's like, there ain't no future in that. And you said, yeah, there is. I mean, I, I talk and they pay me this amount of money. He said, that just don't sound right. That does not sound right. <laughs> they don't pay money for that. Oh, man. You didn't realize Lee Tucker's going to fucking murder us. No, he's going to murder you. No, he's he going to murder you. He is, but he deserves it. You took it a little personal. Is it your birthday yet, or you got about nine minutes? I got ten minutes. You're talking to me for the next ten minutes. Oh, I'm going to talk to you. So, I, I honestly do. I, I was hoping, man, uh, did, did you uh, – so, next weekend – oh, okay, let's, let's talk – do we got anything else we want to talk about with the lake? Uh, besides, I think we wrapped up. Yeah, I think the lake's good. I think the lake's good. No, I'm saying I think we covered the lake pretty good. I, I mean, that was a great time. That was what – that was one of the funnest things that, like, I don't have many traditions, but in college we were lucky enough, you know, Auburn was only, like, hour away. So – all my friends, we'd all go over there and everybody had their, at the time, it was like everybody's, you know, had a boyfriend or a girlfriend. So now there's, well, it used to just be six of us. Now there's 12 of us. Then they got kissed. Now there's almost 18 of us and we're running out of room and we can't, and you have to pick like, okay, well, so-and-so's got travel ball and so-and-so's got football and then so-and-so's. Man, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, it is, and I probably said it earlier when we first started, that is the most relaxing. I did not understand what vacation was until probably going with you. And I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you inviting me, dude. That was so relaxing. Well, I enjoyed it. I'm glad you had a good time. That's what when we, when we showed up and I said, this is going to be about $500 worth of groceries. And you're like, what? What did you buy? And I was like, no, nah, dude, we, we doing it right. You got to treat yourself when you're at the lake, man. Man, we ate. I'm telling you, the reason why I was not hungover the first day I was there was because Dustin cooked food from day one until we left. 
and you could go in the kitchen and you could snack on some fucking anything from duck to backstrap to fucking to meatballs and jelly to whatever. I mean, it was so them baked beans, good. But them baked beans that never came off the stove. We just kept them on low the whole time. Hey, let me tell you, them fucking baked beans were fire. That's probably why I'm still shitting my pants three days yeah. later. It's basically one can of baked beans and one bag of brown sugar and some hamburger meat. You ready to go? Damn, it was good. But yeah, that I, I guess I was kind of like a crackhead before they go go to rehab. They're just like, you know what? We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it right one more time. We did. So I, ate, I ate and I drank and I had a good time. Hey, next time though, I already told. Uh, I heard uh, Kristen. I heard Kristen and uh, Jake talking about it about bringing their kids or whatever. Like, yeah, this is the first place. And it made me feel good. It made me feel like I was getting a little bit older and everything else. But I know that if I came with Gracie, it'd be cool. Like, of course, I can't drink as much if Gracie's there or drive or anything like that, you know, until she gets 16 and can drive us. But uh, <laughs> then she's our own personal designated yeah. driver. But, like, I'm cool with bringing my kid around you. Because that's yeah. just the environment it was. It was just so laid back and so cool. Well, most of the time, man, now that the kids are old enough, we all of us just chill like we did that day on those little floaties. And kids are fishing and girls are snacking and suntan, and it's just a good time, man. And, it, and it's good, it feels good every now and then, like you said, on a Saturday, just to watch a football game and try to guess. Dwight D. Eisenhower, that's the one. So. If you'd have heard how many times that motherfucker said uh, Garfield, Oh, yeah. He didn't know where Garfield was, but he knew he was the president. And he he was going to get him in there eventually. Eventually. It was good. When they got down to the last 10, it was epic. I think you might have went to sleep by then. But when they got down. At a certain point, at a certain point, once I I got, uh, who was the guy from uh, Dakota that just snuck in? He snuck in. It wasn't. Look at me, dude. Does it look like I fucking know Herbert Hoover? No. Maybe. We'll, we'll go with that. I don't know. Anyway, it was somebody who just snuck in. He, like, he like had no business being the president. And he was a, <laughs> he was a Democrat, I believe. And they just – that wasn't – Tucker. They were, maybe it was Truman. Maybe it was Truman. I think. They just snuck him in there. Next thing you know, he won the thing. He won, anyway. But anyway, off of politics and off of that, what I was telling you is happy birthday – and I'm sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm doing everything. We got, It was a, a crap day already getting up here. And that was the funny story I was going to tell you why it took me so long to get here. This was going to be a simple little trip to Kentucky on the way to a show in Indiana. And while I'm in Kentucky next week, I've, I've got a motel reserved for Wednesday through Saturday. And the, the goal was while I'm up here next week, I'm going to hunt and I'm going to fish. I mean, excuse me, I'm going to hunt and I'm going to play this bourbon festival. Well, the point of this show was there's a show. This trip was when I get here, I'm going to stop. I'm going to scout out this land. I'm going to get to hunt. That way I know what I'm getting into next week. And I'm also going to check out the motel and make sure that this thing is as good as the internet says. Josh Terry, we've been in some nasty bars. You've been in some stuff in Panama City, not Panama Ooh. City Beach. I'm talking about Panama City, the, the west meth side of town. You know what I mean? Like, well, they, were they're all Methodists? Yes, Methodists. Yeah, I, like, I, I remember, motherfucker. <laughs> look like that chick in that in that that new meme where she's standing at you like this. 
Well, look, you know the smell of like the bathrooms or just the in general. You can just smell it, you know. When I tell you, when I got to, this dude, I talked to him on the phone. He's the nicest guy ever. He's telling me, you know, he's got a bunch of wounded warriors coming up next week. He's putting on this big thing for him, a fishing tournament. And I'm like, this is going to be great. And the, the pamphlet, it's like Gone Fishing. Remember the movie Gone Fishing? Where they yeah. show up, and it's just like, this ain't right, Gus. Well, when I walk, he's like, yeah, come into my office. Everything looks great on the outside. When I walk in that office, a wall of odor hits me, and it is horrible. And I look over there. This dude's got his shirt unbuttoned. He's got, like, maybe one button in there. I ain't so sure if he's got out of the chair. And a little poor little dog comes in. And the next, I mean, I'm telling you, it's just stains over. It is horrible. And I'm just like, I can't do it. Can't stay. I'm in smell. And then I look, Josh, and on the printer, on the printer is rat poop. On the printer. And you know what he has? And he's like, you're going to stay here tonight? This ain't no joke. He says, you're going to stay here tonight? I said, well, I was thinking about it, but, you know, I brought my dog. And y'all don't let y'all don't let pets. And he said, oh, no, pets is a problem around here. And I was like, that's the problem? That's going to be the problem. And I was like, mm, good thing you didn't take a deposit. Because, I, man, I was like, so anyway, so now I don't have a place to stay. I was like, all right, I'm going to go scout the stuff and we'll drive to Indiana. Well, about that time, I'm scouting the land. You call, you text, and you're like, hey, let's knock this thing out at 7. I was like, ah, ain't going to happen because I can't. I'm not going to be in my motel by 7 because we got rat turds on the printer. I don't even want to know what the room looked like. I, I really don't. I've been scared, too. So now, now I'm actively trying to find a place that will let me and Chief uh, stay. And I, I mean, not that I have a problem sneaking them in, but these – these up here in these little smaller towns, you got to literally walk by somebody. It wasn't like one of those doors to sneak in. So anyway, by the time I got to a new place, got Chief up here. Look at Chief over here sleep, y'all. Poor little baby. By the way, this is the best animal ever. Chief is the best dog ever. Yeah, I love that dog. He's my best. I love him too. But yeah. I called him and I was like, y'all take pets? He's like, we sure do. You just can't have more than three. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I don't know what place I'm staying at up here. In Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. This place is really nice. So anyway, uh, that being said, I got into the room. I got Chief laid down. We did a podcast. And it's your birthday, cuz. Almost. We got two minutes. All right. So I got two minutes. I've heard that before. So my point was, maybe if I can find – okay, I've already – <laughs> I've heard is this always going to take this long. Um, if I can find a place next week, I'm going to try to get an Airbnb or something because that bourbon festival is supposed to be like super cool. I mean, like apparently people from all over the country come here and there's like top chefs, top bourbons. All Where is it at in Indiana? It's in Bardstown. In Kentucky, Indiana. Oh, Kentucky. No, no, no. The show tomorrow's in Indiana. I'm just stopping in Kentucky on the way to Indiana. How long of a drive do you think that is from me? How long does it take you to get to Nashville? Six. Six hours. It's going to take you uh, eight to get here. When are you playing? I play Friday and I play Saturday. They're all in the afternoon. Man, so you I, might, just, I, might come up to, I might come up to Kentucky. We're not going to – and I'm going to be here Wednesday through. So, if we get that thing, you know what Lee Tucker's all about? Oh, we can do a riders retreat. I was like, I don't care. If you all want to come, I'm hunting in the morning. 
we can do stuff in the middle of the day, then I'm playing in the afternoons, whatever you want to do. I'm just going to tell you, you're my guy. When you say you're going somewhere and there's an extra bedroom, I'm going to drop what I'm doing as long as it's not anything new with my daughter. And I'm going to come because I know you're the guy that if we can go play golf or I can go do nothing. Like, it, that's <laughs> what's great about you're the same as me is you don't care what anybody else does. You're going to do what you want to. And if other people want to tag along, it's great. Is that, a, is that a bad trait? I don't think it is. I think it's knowing what you want and being fucking cool with it. Uh, I just don't like when people hem haul around and it's like hem haul around. I can't do that. So let's go either let's do something or let's talk. I'm the same way, dude. Anyway. Your birthday, man. Is our yeah, girls just constantly texting. Yeah, you? my phone just started blowing up. My phone, it must have, it's 12 a.m. It just started blowing up. But uh, I just want to say this to you. And then we'll get off here before we get uh, too deep in anything. Is uh, I cannot tell you this going to Lake Martin was the first time since Bearded Bastards started working in radio to where I'm at now, to where I did not have to plan a vacation. I did not have to plan going somewhere. I am always the person that has to set up everything, like every single thing. And it was the best fucking gift I could have got to just go somewhere for a couple of days and not be fucking in charge. I love being in charge. Like, I kind of get off on it sometimes, to be honest with you. But there's every once in a while you just don't want to do shit. Like, you don't want to be responsible for anything. And First uh, man. First man of the country. Yeah. Yeah, it meant the world to me that you asked me to come, dude. And I appreciate it. What are you going to do? Well, happy birthday. I'm glad you had a good time, and it ain't going to be the last. I know that. No, you, you're family now. Like, you're you're one of those guys that I should have met way long ago, but once again, if I'd have met you way long ago, cirrhosis. We wouldn't be here. No. I got to get you to do one thing, though, before we get off here. Oh, God. You the motherfucker that's going to sing happy birthday to me. On happy my birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Husband to the President. Josh Terry with your own podcast. Politics, religion, and whiskey. Happy birthday to you. Folks, that's Mr. Dustin Herod. Go check him out on every social media platform. He's got great music. I love this curly-headed fuck. And thank each and every one of y'all for making Politics, religion, and whiskey is success. I love y'all. We'll catch you next time.